0: Hey there, and welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to check out the description box where you can find links to the things that I talk about, my books, my Patreon, and my YouTube channel. Thanks for being here. This is episode number 133, Fear is Just a Feeling. Hey there, minimalists. So good to be here with you today. If you listened to the previous episodes of the podcast, you will know that I took quite a long time break and it's been a while. I did not intend for it to take that long. However, there were so many things going on in my life, my family's life, and it I'm not, I'm not surprised it took a year. So for those of you that remember Oliver, he passed away last August and it was so hard. He passed away right after the last episode that I recorded and it just was really tough on me. He was my best buddy. We hung out all the time. I would love to know how many miles we walked together, but it was, it was so tough to lose him. He was not doing great the last little while and it just it was tough. It was so tough. On top of that, we moved states. We moved from Washington to Utah. We bought a home, a sticks and bricks home. We moved out of our RV, which we f- full time RV'd in for almost five years. So, so many changes. Honestly, I'm not surprised that it took me a year to get this plate spinning again, but I'm very excited to be back here. And thanks for joining me. If you, if you are a longtime listener that is happy that I have an episode out. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that you're here. If you're a new listener, awesome. Can't wait to get to know you better through the podcast. Normally in an episode at the beginning, I would go through my goals and just share with you a couple of things that I've been working on out of my list of goals that I've created for myself at the beginning of the year. I did create goals for myself at the beginning of this year, but clearly I wasn't here to podcast. So I didn't share with you what my goals were. So I want to do that now. However, I have to tell you that I have revised my 2023 goals, which I love doing. And also I want to share with you that the reason why I do this is so that I can show you living minimalism. This is how I live minimalism. This is how I am a minimalist. And I know some people may think it's weird that I do a life update or maybe they get annoyed by it or whatever. And I honestly don't care. That's fine. It's probably not your podcast. Then that doesn't offend me at all. But for those of you that are looking to see how to implement minimalism very, very deeply into many layers of your life, I feel like this list of goals that I make for myself is actually a really great way to show you how do I practice self-care? How do I make sure that I fit various things into my life, like gaining skills or quality time with friends and family? So this is why I do this. I always feel like quarterly is a good time to address your goals because sometimes we get busy and things slip away and we can kind of refresh our goals. But definitely at the half year mark, I find that every year, sometime in July, I go over my goals and I reevaluate what I really want to work on, what I want to focus on, what can I actually finish? What am I okay if I only get 50% of it done? And I kind of do a little bit of inventory on my goals. This year was the same. A few weeks ago, I went over my goals and I wanted to just check in with myself and see what still deserved a spot on my goal list and what I could get rid of. I'm not going to talk about my goals in too much depth right now because I'm going to give you personal updates every week. But since you didn't hear my goal list initially in January, I'm just going to kind of blast through it really quickly and let you know what my revised goals are. All right, this is a ready, set, go moment. Number one, we want to clean out the motorhome 100%. We are also going to re-renovate The motorhome needs to be cleaned out as well as have everything taken out of it. So we've been working on that and we're actually getting really close to that goal being done. My second goal is to eat the potato diet as long as possible. I'm plant-based and I've been loving this. I'm actually on day 12 and it feels so good. I'm working on cleansing my palate, emotional eating, and a few other things like that. And this has been a great way to deal with all of those things and feel really good. Next on my list is to eat and preserve as much food from my garden. Going great so far. Another goal is to have cut flowers on my table from my garden a couple times a month. And that has been really fun to do that. I love looking at my little centerpieces that I'm making. Another goal that I have is to read 12 books this year. I've read four and I've got a few more coming in pretty soon. So I'll be listening to those very soon. And yes, listening to audiobooks counts in my book, pun intended. My next goal is to do things that scare me. And this is led to me doing some really fun things as well as meeting some cool people. So that's been a really good goal. I also have been doing breath work daily while doing some good back stretches for kind of straightening out my spine. And that's been awesome for my posture and just general healing. And I love the breath work. It's amazing. I'm going to talk about that a lot in the future because I'm sold on it. It's incredible. I recreated some affirmations in July and I have been using those and listening to them every day. When I recorded my life vision, I added my affirmations into it and I've really been enjoying that. It's a great way to take care of kind of several things all at once. I'm going to talk about a book today. It's called Hungry for Happiness by Samantha Skelly. I'm not sure if you have read it or not. If you haven't, it is an amazing book, but I... I want to complete all of the homework assignments in the book and I am about 11 out of 15 chapters done. So I'm very excited about that. I am very likely going to be working through the book once more, if not twice or three times more, because it is so good and I've gotten so much out of it. It's been incredible. Samantha Skelly is the gal that has created Pause Breathwork and it's an amazing app, but she has also created a pause breathwork facilitator training program and I want to become a certified facilitator. So this is, this is the big goal and it's going to be a difficult one. I'm going to tell you right now that any funds that I receive from the podcast for either the Patreon or Venmo, those are going straight to my saving for that training program. So if you want to support me in that, just so you know, that's exactly where that's going to go. I also want to get my YouTube and my podcast going. So right now I'm working on that goal. I also have a goal to get two new instruments that are more drum based. And I'm kind of excited about that. I've got a couple of leads on something right now, so I will let you know more about that. Maybe I'll even do a recording at some point. I also want to do one social thing a month, which is a little interesting here where I live. It's, Like There are a lot of tight-knit families, and so I'm going to try to get myself incorporated into a social circle. People are super friendly. I am sometimes a little bit of a hermit, so this is an interesting goal, but I'm working on it. I'm being really careful with this one because I want to make sure that the people that I bring into my life really fit well and that I am also a good fit for them. So that one's a little tricky, but I am working on it. Last goal is to always have something fun on the calendar. I have learned this about myself. I do so much better when I know that there's something fun going on in the near future because I tend to get a little bit caught up in all of the work and I need a little bit of fun. So that is my list of 2023 goals. I'm excited. I've been working on them for a couple of weeks now and it's been really good. I'm going to tell you right now that Samantha Skelly's book, Hungry for Happiness, has totally changed my life. I picked it up. June 17th, and I have not been the same person since then. I honestly, I know that sounds gimmicky to say that, kind of cheesy to say that, but I cannot believe how much change I've experienced. Moving to Utah was a great change for me personally and for my family, but I feel like the breathwork and her book, like her homework and different journaling and all that sort of thing. All of that has combined into being various puzzle pieces that I have been missing in my life. I am so excited to have found this. I feel like it's such a gift to have it. So while this book is ultimately about how to heal yourself from the inside out, I have also gotten so many takeaways as to how it can apply to minimalism. And I have found that as I'm setting up like criteria for making friends or different things like that, I am absolutely using some of these things as a guide and helping me to not only look out for what I really want in my life, but also being very careful about what I'm putting out. I'm trying to be so much more real and trying to uncover and be okay with who I really am. Again, so woo-woo and sort of cheesy, but it's so true and I'm I'm so grateful for it. It really fits so well with minimalism though because isn't that what we're doing here? Isn't that what we're doing? We're trying to figure out what belongs in our life and what do we need to get rid of or what do we need to make sure it is taking up less space, either physically, emotionally, mentally in our lives. That is what minimalism is all about. It's about making sure that you are spending your time, money, and energy on things that you really want. As with disordered eating, which is part of what she talks about in her book, disordered purchasing, owning, and like acquiring, because you can get a lot of stuff for free. Um, it all begins with an unhealthy mindset when you have that sort of disordered ownership of things. I know a lot of people think like, oh, I just like to have this much stuff. And while there can be some truth to that, and there can be maximalists that just really like to have a lot of things, I know so many more people that don't know why they acquire so many things. And when they start talking to me about all their stuff that they have and the stories start coming out, I always can recognize within people like, "Oh, well that's because of your childhood or that's because you just it makes you feel more comfortable or makes you feel more secure." So, and if they're okay with that, fine, that's totally okay. However, it's amazing how when you start stripping away those unhealthy thoughts surrounding things, surrounding relationships, surrounding your different usage of your time, it it's amazing how you can come back to yourself kind of and what you really want in your life. And it's healthier and you're happier and you feel better because you don't have so much junk cluttering up your life. There is so much that I have to say on this topic of breath work and the hungry for happiness book. It's new terrain for me, but a month and a half of practicing this breath work and working through all the, all of this journaling and kind of releasing some of these things that have been such a problem to me for years and years, things that I have struggled with. I am already seeing transformations that I honestly have been struggling to work through for years, and I'm so excited. I'm excited to share it with you. Here are some of my new thoughts around things that we are white knuckle gripping for dear life because we don't think that we can or we don't want to let go of. This is really about overcoming some of those feelings surrounding our possessions so that We can see the item for what it really is and then decide whether we really want to keep it in our lives or not. First of all, it's really important to remember that fear is just a feeling. I know that this sounds crazy. I heard Samantha Skelly say that and I was like, fear is not just a feeling. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, actually fear really is just a feeling. It doesn't have to determine anything. We don't have to stop because we feel fear. We do not have to proceed because we feel fear. If we let it, feelings tend to absorb into items that we are holding onto. There is a person that I've struggled with for many years and this person gave me an article of clothing. And this person gave me this article of clothing many years ago. I held on to it kind of wanted to throw it away, but I didn't. I stuffed it into the back of my RV closet. When we were recently cleaning out the RV, I actually found it. And Previous to that, anytime I would see it, I always felt resentment. I felt fear and I felt frustration. It's like that item had become that person. I really, really did almost throw it away so many times. But when I came across it, when I was cleaning out the motorhome, I finally truly began to address why I have this feeling every time I look at this article of clothing. And when I looked at it, I could see why I felt that fear, anger, and resentment, and I journaled through it. And honestly, now it has just become an article of clothing that I actually like, and I wear it. And when I wear it, I have neutral feelings because it's literally just fabric. I stripped it of all the feelings. It did not have to have those absorbed into it anymore. And it's just a piece of fabric. I have done this with so many things. I have not wanted to have emotional eating as a part of my life. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing the potato diet because I wanted to work through some of that, but also it has given me an opportunity to struggle and grapple a little bit with emotional eating. And as I have done that, I have taken away foods that I wanted to minimize in my life. I wanted to practice minimalism in my diet. I did not want certain things in my diet anymore. I wanted to get rid of them so that I could be a healthier person and so that I could Mold my body into the body that will help me to be athletic and sporty and hike and do all the things that I really want to do that have become difficult for me again, which is a huge frustration for me because for those of you that have watched my YouTube channel, listened to me on this podcast for a long time, you know, I've been working on this my whole adult life, basically taking a minimalistic look at my diet has been amazing for that. And I've also been able to look at foods and take away those feelings of wanting to eat certain things for comfort or wanting to eat certain things because I'm angry and I've removed that feeling and now it's just food. And when it's just food and I've removed those emotions, I have been able to decide, well, what do I really want to put into my belly? What do I really want to nourish my body with? Breathwork has also been a huge part of being able to find some clarity as I have worked through my possessions as I brought them in from the motorhome. I have gotten rid of a lot of things. I was able to easily go through paperwork, which I hate going through paperwork, but I've been able to easily do that. My... Home is still in like, it looks like it's only been lived in for like six months, which it basically has, but it is getting to where I feel like it's, really a home. And that has been very exciting to me. Journaling has also been a huge part of working through some of these things. Again, as I've been practicing minimalism in this new house, I am taking various items that frustrate or bring up a lot of emotions for me. And I remind myself, this is just a feeling, but what am I feeling and what memories or feelings or thoughts am I trying to lock away so that I don't have to deal with them by just keeping this item and stuffing it at the back of the closet. I grab my journal or I think through it and it has been very, very helpful. It has given me a way to take the things that I am not wanting to look at, to take the feelings that I don't want to think about and to take all of the thoughts that I have surrounding people or situations, experiences, and strip away the feelings from the item and actually take a deep look at what it is I'm feeling in the inside. So I'm taking it away from the item. I'm putting it into myself and I'm working through it. And I'm using journaling to do this. I'm using the breathwork to do this. And it has been amazing. I have been very surprised at the things that I'm literally emotionally neutral about where maybe I would have been upset for a whole day before when looking at certain things or working through certain things. So it was very exciting to me and it has been such a positive experience to work through this stuff in this way. What I'm really loving about this process is not only can I see how it's already helped me, but I can see how it can apply so much to various aspects of minimalism and I'm so excited about it. It makes me feel really truly done with some of these things that I have been working on for many, many years. And I know so many of you out there want to be done with, I'm going to call it disordered purchasing or disordered acquiring. You don't really know why you have to stop at every garage sale or buy something when it's on sale or when it's on clearance or whatever. And yet we do it and we know it's unhealthy. We know we have a problem. Or maybe you're done with the excessive purchasing, but you still can't let go of some of the things that are in your home. And you want to, you really, really want to, but you just can't quite do it. For my minimalist challenge today, it's going to be a little bit different because I'm going to ask you to do a little breathing, <laughs> but it's basically going to help you go through this process that I've been going through. So I want you to go and hold or sit near an item that you've been holding onto, but for the wrong reasons. You've been holding on to this item for the wrong reasons and maybe you want to let go of it. Maybe you don't but you know you've been holding on to it for the wrong reasons. I want you to ask yourself, what feelings am I trying to push away by holding onto this item? These might be memories, they might be feelings, it might be a conversation that you had with someone. Explore it and go deep. Really, really, really think about it. Once you've done that and figured out, why? Like you really, really need to dive deep to ask yourself why and what am I trying to push away? I want you to take 10 deep breaths in through the nose, and out through the mouth. Just big, deep breaths. Once you have taken those 10 deep breaths, I want you to ask yourself, do I want to keep this item or do I not? And while you're doing this process, try to remember that these feelings are just feelings. They don't have to remain attached to that item. If it's a sentimental item, it's okay if you keep it. But it's important to understand why you're keeping an item and not just try to stuff those feelings away along with that item that you probably rarely look at. Real quick, I want to be clear that these 10 breaths have nothing to do really with the breath work that Samantha Skelly has created. Hers is much more sophisticated, but I figure in a minimalist challenge, I better keep it simple and 10 breaths will be generally great for most people. So make sure that you're sitting down and comfortable when you do this. But I am so excited to share more as I go and it will just be tidbits here or there, but I am very excited about the healing that I've experienced from processing some of my items and definitely practicing emotional minimalism using some of these practices has been such a healing and healthy thing for me personally. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Have a great week. And remember, it's all about the experiences, not the stuff.